On today's show, we're going to talk about our starts, sits, a little bit of fan mail questions, and just some good old fantasy football fun. All right, welcome to the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. This is Trent. Alongside me is Samuel and Jordan, as always. And what do you guys think? What do you guys think about that Steelers-Ravens game? Hey, I'm always thankful for football on a Wednesday on a hump day game, you know. As a self-employed full-time podcaster, I was able to give myself a half-sick day and watch the game for research purposes. And you know what? Trace McSorley, this guy's a baller. You know, when I was in high school, people were like, wow, you really remind me of Derek Carr, except I never played football because I couldn't pass the physicals. So I kind of view myself as a hybrid between Derek Carr without the eyeliner and Trace McSorley without the Sandusky scandal. Wow. Well, hey. We are pre-recorded live here in the Burrow Den. We got the Christmas tree up, the Christmas lights up, Samuel's got his eggnog and cookies. We're waiting for waivers to go through. We are excited. We are ready for fantasy football. Hey, nothing fires me up more than recording a podcast. My heart is pounding right now. I imagine this is what my wedding day will feel like. Maybe maybe in 10 years, Samuel. We finally get a move on to week 13 after the longest week of fantasy football uh, in history. Yeah, it's been a good day, guys. Uh, just want to give a quick shout out to, uh, Kingsburg legend Rafer Johnson on his passing. Uh, Rafer was, uh, 1960 Olympic, uh, gold medals, gold medalist in decathlon. He played basketball under John Wooden, uh, UCLA. And, uh, he actually tackled the, uh, assassin, assassin of, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, really cool dude who had a lot of, uh, cool impact on the Kingsburg community. And just want to give a quick shout out to him and his life. His brother was in the hall of fame in the NFL also. So pretty athletic family. Um, definitely some Kingsburg heroes. Rafer Johnson, Kingsburg will never forget you. What do you guys think about that Wednesday night football game? N- nothing too impressive, kind of a boring game. Defensive stalemate. Yeah, boring game. RG3, it's crazy that he's still in the league and Andrew Luck isn't. I, I Some things I just don't get. Samuel's got to get home before waivers go through. So let's get this show rolling. We got to get home. So any fantasy football memes you guys saw this week? Any jokes you have about fantasy football or you want to jump right into starting sits? One thing real quick. I think there's there's thought going around, there's some scuttlebutt that the Steelers might be frauds. Yes, they're undefeated, but if you look at who they've played and the quarterbacks they've played against, played the Jaguars, they played the Browns, some of the teams they've played just haven't been good or healthy. So I don't know. They could be they could be a easy out in the playoffs. We'll see. They haven't seemed to play an actual team yet. They always uh, play down in their competition, so we'll see. I mean, that defense is legit, but I don't know how good that offense actually is. All right, let's get into our starts and sits. Fantasy Forecast. All right, we got our starts and sits here, and some of these are starts, most of them are sits, and some of them might even be like a stall. Like, we're not going to say you sit them, but maybe just lower your expectations. So Jordan... Give us your start. Give us your sit. We're going to try to keep the arguing to a minimum. Who are we kidding? We might argue a lot here, but we're all yours for the next two hours, folks. So, Jordan, take it from here. Yeah, I'll go with my uh, my start at quarterback is uh, Kirk Cousins. He's playing the Jaguars. This is in a game, a high total game, uh, 52. That's the, the Vegas total here. The Jaguars are allowing the second most touchdowns and the third most fantasy points to the quarterback position. The last four In the last four weeks... The Jaguars have actually been a lot worse against the pass. They're the, giving up the fifth most fantasy points to quarterback, but only the 15th most quarter uh, fantasy points to the running back position. So yeah, I get it. They're bad at both, 
but it does seem like they're giving up more points through the air. And I think part of that could be because the Jaguars cornerbacks, they basically have no one. The guys up the street are playing cornerback for them. CJ Henderson on the IR. Uh, Sidney Jones might be out again this week. I think Cousin throws, he's been throwing the ball lately. There's talk that Mike Zimmer wants to, to really reduce the carries on Dalvin's workload. And so if they do that, they lighten his workload, that could be more Cousins throwing the ball. And I, I think you start him this week. I think he's a really good start. I love me some Kirk kissing Cousins. I'd start him too. Uh, I'll go for my sit. This is a hard one for me. I love me some Taysom Hill. I think he's an awesome player. He's really fun to watch play. It's time to sit him this week. And it's one, it's a low total game. Taysom Hill's only thrown the ball 23 and 16 times the last two weeks. Yes, I get it, they're playing the Falcons, but he just played the Falcons two weeks ago. And I have a hard time believing that the Falcons will let him do that again to them after just seeing him for that scheme that Sean Payton's going to do with Taysom Hill. I mean, Taysom Hill scored 24 and 17 points the last two weeks. If you take away those 12 points from his rushing touchdowns, that's a really low floor. He's getting there through his legs and those goal line touchdowns. What happens if they give the ball to Kamara or Murray at the goal line? Taysom Hill is going to finally have that down week this week. You'll find out about who I'm starting, but I'm not agreeing with this Taysom Hill pick. But Samuel, who's your start of the week? My start of the week, I think I actually will be starting him because I have Lamar Jackson and he might still have Corona. So I'm putting in a claim for Tannehill and most likely starting him versus the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland, they've played a soft schedule so far. And they're still a top 10 matchup for fantasy quarterbacks. I think he's a solid stream. And maybe you, you'll even keep him throughout the playoffs. Both teams, the Titans and Browns are 8-3. and three. They're going to have a lot to prove. So you hope, you know, Tannehill, maybe he vultures a touchdown from Derrick Henry. Maybe he has a few big plays to A.J. Brown. The the Browns defense, they're, they're vulnerable. So I like I like Tannehill. Man, the Browns are 8-3? and three? Yes. They might be the worst 8-3 and three football team ever. You might be right. Uh, but yeah, I think Tannehill, that being said, I think Tannehill is a, a good play this week. Yeah, they made Mike Glennon look like a Hall of Fame quarterback with his long neck, and that's impressive. And for my sit, I have Jared Goff versus the Arizona Cardinals. You know, I don't really have any stats to back this up. I just see the name Jared Goff this week, and I don't want to start him. Uh, it's another divisional matchup. It's big, big game, records on the line, push for the playoffs. I don't think Jared Goff has it in him. Goff was on our dead week last week, and so was Kyler Murray. Maybe I don't think they'll both be on our dead list this week. Who knows? I think Kyler's kind of hurt. Yeah, Jared Goff had a fantasy gulag-worthy performance last week. We didn't really talk about that, but it, it was awful. It was bad. And plus, he kind of looks like Ellen DeGeneres. For some people, that's their type, but not my type when it comes to NFL quarterbacks. So Trent, what are your starts and sit? My start of the week is Jordan's sit of the week, but I got Taysom Hill. I... Taysom Hill didn't have that good of a week last week because they were playing the Broncos. The Broncos had more interceptions than completions in the game. They only completed one pass. So why did Taysom Hill need to throw the ball? That was basically a glorified practice. I I think Taysom Hill, he's playing for his career. He wants to keep this starting job when Drew Brees comes back. So whether he's running the ball in there or throwing the ball in there, Taysom Hill's kind of that Tebow-esque player. You're going to get those rushing yards, and rushing yards are worth more than passing yards, and rushing touchdowns are worth more than passing touchdowns. I am sitting Mr. Taysom Hill. Uh, Taysom Hill, like you said, he's playing for a starting job. The Falcons, they're playing for their own dignity. I think it's going to be an ugly, dirty game. We'll see if he finally gets Michael Thomas involved. That's been one of the biggest fantasy disappointments of the year. My sit of the week, I have Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz had an okay game last week, but like what Samuel said on last show, it's a dog and pony show over there. You don't know what you're going to get. And you take away that Hail Mary that he had at the end of the game, he doesn't have a good fancy performance. 
Yeah, you say it's a dog and pony show. I think Wentz is kind of a mini horse. And you know what? I don't like that. I want a nice stallion leading my team. And Wentz, you can ride him all day long and he'll have a broken back. I just think Wentz is no good. And he's playing a tough Green Bay Packers defense. It's in Green Bay. That weather's probably going to be gross. And yeah, I don't think you don't beat uh, the Packers through the air. You beat him through the run. So I like that. That's it. That's yeah, it. it beat up offensive line. He's leading the NFL in interceptions and getting sacked. This week, Wentz is going to be Swiss cheese. All right, let's go ahead and get into our running back starts of the week. Jordan, who you got? Good transition from your sit of Carson Wentz to my start of Miles Sanders. Look, Miles Sanders had a rough week last week. I had him on my team. I think he scored like less than five points. It was rough. Green Bay is giving up the third most fancy points and the second most touchdowns of running backs this year. I get it. You're probably starting Miles Sanders no matter what, but this is me giving you reassurance to put him in your lineup. Don't make an emotional decision and take him out because you're mad about last week. He'll bounce back. He should go back to his normal 15, 20 touches this week. I think you can feel very good about leaving Miles Sanders in your run in your lineup this week. I agree. I think he'll have a lot of yards, maybe a touchdown or two. I don't know how many points the Eagles are going to put up, but I do like Miles Sanders. I mean, did you see David Montgomery last week? He ran through the Packers. If, if 250-pound David Montgomery can do that, I'm sure Miles hey, Sanders can. Hey, we don't wait, shame. It's after Thanksgiving. I put on some pounds, I know. I'm I'm getting close to 250. I could run through the Packers defense. I'd love to see that. I would too. <laughs> Samuel or Jordan, who's your sit of the week? My sit of the week is Kenyon Drake. He had a good game last week. He had 20 plus carries. This he's going against a tough Rams defense. They're the sixth best against opposing running backs and fantasy points allowed, and only given up six touchdowns on the ground this year. A couple weeks ago, it was almost 50-50 split between Ed, Chase Edmonds and uh, Kenyon Drake. And I think they go back to that. I think they've been running the ball the last couple weeks hard with Drake because of Kyler Murray's injury. I think another week of that AC uh, joint spring healing up, I think the Rams load the box. They make Kyler Murray throw the ball. And I think that leads to more Edmonds being on the field more because he's more of that pass catching back. Samuel, who's your start of the week? I kind of have a lot of starts of the week. Hopefully they all work. I'm giving you guys lots of options. Last couple weeks heading into playoffs, here's some guys you might want to start. I have Naheem Hines. I like him a lot. He's on my roster. I'm going to start him. And Jonathan Taylor versus Houston. The Texans are a bottom five rush defense. Hines and Taylor, they're kind of going to be bottom feeders this week. And guess what? They play the Texans this week. They have another point in it. And then the week after that, they play the Texans again. So they have some juicy matchups. Get claims on them if they're already available. So yeah, start Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor. The next running back duo I'd like to start is Damian Harris and James White versus the LA Chargers. James White had two touchdowns last week with Rex Burkhead out. He's going to be a touchdown machine. And you know who racks up all those yards? It's Damian Harris from Alabama. And you know what? PFF, Pro Football Focus, some nerds that make stats all day, they came out with these rankings for their best running backs of the year. And guess who was number one? Damian Harris. Yeah. You want to know a fun fantasy stat from nerds? Hit me with it. Who do you think has more rushing yards this year, Jonathan Taylor or Frank Gore? Frank Gore. Yeah, it hurts. Okay. Who's your sit of the week? My sit is Latavius Murray along with Taysom Hill. Uh, we are sitting him. Don't buy the hype. Uh, the Falcons have an actually pretty good rush defense. They have not given up a 90-yard rusher this season. They were up big and early this week. That's why Murray had a good game. I'm not falling for the hype. I'm sitting him. Okay. All right. My start of the week at running back. I, I believe he's going to play as of now, but I got J.K. Dobbins versus Dallas. Antonio Gibson ran all over this Cowboys defense on Thanksgiving. It broke my heart. But... J.K. Dobbins went to Ohio State. 
So did Ezekiel Elliott. I'm sorry, the Ohio State. JK wants to show up his, the guy that maybe was there when he got recruited, wants to show him who's boss. Yeah. No, JK, I think he's going off this week versus Dallas, and uh, I'm not joking. You are not. I, I see I see the seriousness in your face. All right, and then my sit, I got Duke Johnson. I was high on him last week, but the Colts got ran up like crazy by Derrick Henry last week. It was unbelievable. It, it, was, it was wrong. It looked like child abuse. The law should have been involved. But here's the deal. Duke Johnson, he's a Duke. He's not a king. I'm not playing him. I'm with you there, Trent. Sit Duke. I think his time has ran out in Houston. What about you, Jordan? I think the big question mark this week for that Colts defense is if DeForest Buckner is back off the COVID list. You can see how much worse that defense is without him. He's that big run stuffer in the middle. I think DeForest Buckner's back. You're not touching any part of that. Houston running back, David Johnson might come back. They activated him, his 21-day window to come back from the injured reserve. So who knows? You might get some David Johnson back in our lives this week. And with that, uh, let's get into our next segment. We have a, we got a caller on the line. Dear, dear, dudes. I'm here. I've been waiting here for about 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Wow. I don't even think the show's been going on that long. Well, thank you for your dedication. No problem. And what's your name, caller? Uh, my name's Pat. Pat McCleary. Pat. Nice to meet you, Pat. She sounds beautiful. Shoot away. Anyhow, I'm calling. Uh, I got some roster questions for you guys that I was hoping you could help me out with. Uh, I'm not sure if I should ever trust a Fresno State graduate ever again after Derek Carr's performance last week. And so I'm a little bit nervous about starting him. Uh, I know Lamar. I also have him. I don't know when he's going to be uh, cleared from COVID. So I'm interested in knowing, should I pick up Taysom Hill uh, or should I pick up uh, Phillip Rivers? Hey, Fresno State was my safety school. I'm with you there. I wouldn't trust him either. Phillip Rivers, he's probably a safer start. Between those guys, I'd probably start Phillip Rivers. Here I go again, attaching my, uh, the wagon to Derek Carr. But I think you, uh, uh, Pat, I think you either you stay with what's on your roster. You start Derek Carr. If Lamar Jackson's going to come back, I think you play Lamar Jackson. I think you, uh, you can trust Derek Carr this week. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Pat. She sounded hideous. From there, guys, let's go ahead and jump into our wide receivers. And Jordan, who do you got with your receivers? My start of the week is Brandon Cooks. We all saw Will Fuller got spent in six games for PEDs. No wonder he was having such a good season this year. But Will Fuller's out, and so is his 23% market share of the targets on uh, the Texans this year. So that makes Brandon Cooks the clear number one wide receiver on that team. And I, Cooks already has a 25% market share of the targets, but I think he can probably add 5 to 10%. You get Brandon Cooks at 30% of those targets on an offense that's been throwing the ball a ton. Watson's letting the ball go. Ever since they filed, fired Bill O'Brien, Watson's been on a tear, and the Texans' offense has been on a tear. And I think he's looking for Cooks, and I think you can expect a lot more of that. Uh, my sit this week is Sterling Shepard. It's about as good a matchup as you can get. If Daniel Jones was playing quarterback, he would not be in my sit column, but it's Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, I don't know how that cat's still in the league, but he still is, and he's starting this week. He's starting a football game this week, and I just don't think you can trust him. And it's a lot of mouths to feed. They still have Golden Tate there, still have Darius Slayton, still have Evan Ingram. Can, can Colt McCoy really feed all those guys? I think it ends up being a little bit of targets for all of these guys, and I just don't think you want to go there. He's the real McCoy. Uh, Samuel, who's your star of the week? My star of the week is Jarvis Landry versus the Tennessee Titans. He's coming into form late in the season. Jarvis Landry has a 31% target share and a 35% air yard share since OBJ went down. He's flown under the radar because of the stretch of poor weather games, but I think it's going to be a sunny, bright game for Jarvis. My other star of the week, I guess I'm just handing out starts like 
like Santa Claus or something. But my other star is CD Lamb. Don't be discouraged by the abysmal Cowboys. Uh, they'll they'll be playing the Baltimore Ravens. The slot receiver is a massive hole for the Ravens defense. They allow forty percent of the receiver yards to the slot this year. CD Lamb, he's a stud. I'm going to start him. Hey, so my sits of the week are the young guys: Jerry Judy versus the Kansas City Chiefs and Christian Kirk versus the Rams. Um, I just don't like Judy this week. I don't like the I don't like the Broncos offense situation. Who knows? Maybe Jim Her Harbaugh and Andrew Luck team up this offseason and revitalize Denver. But Drew Locke, he he does, I don't like him. He's kind of like that guy that shows up to a school dance Friday night, has all the moves, he's sick. But back on Monday, he's hanging out by the science wall. You don't want you don't want to act like you know him. He might put on a good show, but there's nothing substantive. And the other guy is Christian Kirk versus the LA Rams. The Rams have a great defense. Kirk, he he had a good few weeks, but the Rams have allowed just six touchdown catches and had the fewest points to opposing wide receivers this season. So I'm sitting. All right, guys. with you sitting, Judge Judy. Let's just say courts dismissed on your picks. My start of the week, I'm going with Cole Beasley. And Cole Beasley, when John Brown is hurt, his numbers are phenomenal. I think he's going to keep it up this week with the 49ers. 49ers defense played really good last week, but the Bills just can't run the ball. I look for Josh Allen to just keep targeting Cole Beasley throughout the whole game, even if they're up by a lot of points. Yeah, all reliable with Beasley and Allen. I think that's a good pick. Yeah, and then my sit of the week, I have T.Y. Hilton. I know that he finally is getting some chemistry together with Phillip Rivers, but I have trouble trusting Phillip Rivers to get T.Y. Hilton involved a lot. I think the Colts have a good defense. They want to run the ball. Phillip Rivers is a... Rich man's Trent Dilfer at this time of his career. I, I just don't see T.Y. Hilton putting up a bunch of yards. Yeah, T.Y. had a great game last week, but I'm not buying the hype either. He's kind of a Stone Age receiver. He is so old. I'm waiting at least one more game for him to do something before I put him in my lineup. You probably dropped him. I'm seeing him on a lot of waiver wires, so just pump the brakes on T.Y. Hilton for one more week. All right, let's get into our tight end starts and sits. Jordan, who's your start of the week at tight end? Uh, my start of the week is uh, Robert Tanyan from the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they're playing the Eagles this week, and the Eagles give up the 10th most fantasy points to tight end position. Tanyan's gotten four, five, five targets the last three games, and he's on the field for 60%, 60% plus of the snaps. Like we, we always talk about, tight end's a really bad position. So you're on a tight end, you're getting a tight end that's on the field a lot. Rodgers looking his way lately. He looks to him in the red zone. Uh, I think Rodgers just in a groove right now, and I think Tanyan's an a, a easy part of his offense to fit into the type, tight end position. Who's your sit, Jordan? My sit is Mike Gusecki. Look, Mike Gusecki had a touchdown last week. He had a good game last week. But that was with Fitzpatrick starting at quarterback. Tua is going to be back this week. There's big splits when Tua starting and when Fitzpatrick starting for Gusecki. With Tua, Gusecki's averaging 33 yards a game and no touchdowns in the four weeks Tua started. In the other weeks with Fitzpatrick, he's averaging 45 yards and three touchdowns. Fitzpatrick really gets the ball down the field. He looks for Gusecki. Flores is not letting, giving, letting Tua fully play yet. They're kind of reining him in. And so Tua is just not really looking at Gusecki when he's on the field. And so I think with Tua starting this week, I wouldn't play Gusecki this week. They need to unleash the poi pounder. All right. Well, with Gusecki not putting up numbers, Jordan says, Samuel, who's your start of the week? My start of the week, I'm starting Eric Ebron. He's been Mr. Reliable for me this year. The tight end position. We've beaten it like a dead horse. I'm starting Eric Ebron versus the Washington Redskins, hoping for maybe 40, 60 yards. And I'll pray to the good Lord Almighty that he gets a touchdown. Colt McCoy is the starting quarterback now in New York. 
I, I'm not going to start him. I'm going to sit him. I don't think they'll have many yards that game. I think I think Ingram has more yards on his own last week than the Giants offense does at all this week. And the Seahawks defense, they're rounding into form. They had six sacks versus the Eagles last week. So I'm sitting Ingram. All right. My tight end start of the week, I got TJ Hawkinson, a hockey stick, jockstrap, whatever you want to call him. I don't know what this guy's name is. But with no Kenny Galladay and with them firing their coach, I look for Matthew Stafford to just be bombs away. And who's he going to throw the ball to? I think Hawkinson's going to go off. So I'm starting Hawkinson against Chicago. Yeah, the Lions have nothing to lose and everything to gain. They're going to feed their studs in Hawkinson. I like that start. My sit of the week, Dalton Schultz. I don't think Dalton to Dalton's happening this week. I, I think Dalton Schultz is a good player. But I'm just not, I'm not starting him this week. Yeah, Dalton Schultz, he sounds like a substitute teacher. I mean, no offense, Jordan. All right. But I wouldn't start him. That, that name doesn't instill any confidence in me. So I'm sitting Dalton Schultz. All right. Well, let's tackle this up. And who's our defensive starts of the week, Jordan? I'm going to double down for my take on the uh, earlier pod this week. And I'm going to start the Raiders this week. I'm same, same, going to say the same thing I did last time. Jets give up three sacks a game. Opposing defense and special teams have scored eight double-digit points last out of eight of the 11 weeks against the Jets. And I just think, I always say I'm never going to trust the Raiders. And somehow I keep going back to the Raiders. But I'm, I'm going to start them this week. It's the Jets, right? Like, you can't get a better matchup than that. And It's the Jets, but it's also the Raiders. So it's like... But sometimes those games can end up turning to fancy goodness. Last, last Sunday, I said I'm never going to play Raiders ever again. And somehow it's... Almost Thursday. It's Thursday, and I might play the Raiders again this week. I don't know what's going on with me. Yeah. Okay, so who's your sit then? Uh, so my sit is the Colts defense. I know the Colts defense, you've probably been starting them every week, and it might be tough. Like, you may not want to not start them because you probably aren't carrying two defenses. But if you can, it's a high total in the Dome. It's going to be a shootout, I think. And I we go back and talked about earlier, is DeForest Buckner out or in? If he's out, the Colts defense is really, really bad. And... The Texans have been on fire. Watson, the last six weeks, hasn't thrown any picks, and he's only being sacked like one and a half times a game. So when you're want when you starting defenses, you want to look for those turnover opportunities, those sacks. You don't care about how many points they're allowing. You want those turnovers, those opportunities for the pick sixes, and I just don't see it that this week. Samuel, who's your start of the week at defense? My start of the week are the Cheeseheads, the Green Bay Packers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're just going to be crushing Wentz. All night long, I think it'll be a dirty, ugly, bad weather game. And I think the Packers, they're going to get to them. They might have a couple interceptions. I think it's going to be a bad day for the Eagles. So I'm starting the Packers defense. What about your sit? My sit are the Bills versus the Niners. The Bills had a great defense last year, but it's not the same. Yeah, Debo Samuel's back for the Niners, but I don't think the Bills can stop him. So I am sitting the Bills defense. Alrighty. My start of the week at defense, I picked him up last week because I like him so much, but I'm going with the Bears. I think Cleo Mack's going to be all over Matt Stafford this Sunday. So I like the Bears. I think maybe even Cordell Patterson has a kick return for a touchdown. I think it's a safe defense to play. My sit of the week, the Washington football team, whatever they are, Indian team, whatever, but them versus Pittsburgh, they've been a pretty solid defense this year. I think Big Ben's just going to keep airing it out. They're playing for an undefeated season, so I don't think they're getting upset this week. With our defense, now that we got that tackled up, cheap seats. All right, here Jordan's going to lead us off with uh, some uh, DFS picks, some kind of mid to low tier picks. So not your everyday picks, but just just some stuff to maybe help you guys out with uh, your DFS fun. Yeah, guys, uh, just 
I'm ready to get, give you guys some good uh, DFS picks this week. Just want to give a little disclaimer. It is early in the week. Like you guys have seen last week, news happens all the time. And so be, be on top of that news. And, and there's a good chance that by Sunday morning, there might be better plays. But as of right now, I, I like where I'm at right now. Uh, my first first uh, first pick is to take you to the running back position with David Montgomery against those Lions. He's 5,500 on DraftKings, 6,200 on uh, FanDuel. And it's a really good matchup for David Montgomery. He's not the most exciting play. It's kind of ugly, but the Lions are giving up the most fantasy points allowed to the running back position, the most touchdowns on the ground. They're 23rd in DVAO against the run. Montgomery's playing almost 90% of the snaps. He's there all the time. Um, there's just a ton of volume there. I think he's a really good play. The, uh, the My next pick is going to the wide receiver position. This is real cheap. We're going real low. Uh, Kiki Kuti versus the Colts. He's 3,500 on DraftKings, 4,800 on FanDuel. Uh, you're looking at a high total game in a dome, 51 total. Fuller's out, so Kuti should see an increase in targets. He's already seen 55% of the snaps, and three. he's gotten three and four targets last week. It's not going to be exciting, but it's someone you can plug in to your roster, and that lets you kind of access those those guys you really want to play, those Dalvin Cooks, those Derrick Henrys, those... Uh, those really high salary guys. So you plug in Kuti and that unlocks that for you. Still want to stay with the wide receiver position for our next one. That's Michael Pittman versus the Texans. So the same game, Pittman's 4,900 on DK, 5,600 on FanDuel. He's in a good matchup against the Texans. Like I said, in a high total, in a dome. Uh, that dome really lets you get, lets the teams go back and forth in that passing game. Pittman's been coming on lately. He's playing 87% of the snaps. He's running the most routes of all the close receivers. And he's seen 20% of the targets two of the last three weeks. I know Hilton had that big game last week, but I think you can play Pittman. I think it's going to be a big week for him. And he should be very low owned. I don't see a lot of people on him. Uh, I think you can play Michael Pittman and that gives you your differentiator in your lineup this week. Uh, our last guy, we'll go to the tight end position. I love to punt the tight end position. I think I've been paying up the last few weeks to tight end position. And I always tell myself I'm not. So this week I'm not. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna play Jordan Aikens this week against the Colts. So I have three guys from that game. I really like that game. Aikens is 2,900 on DraftKings, 5,200 on FanDuel. Uh, really cheap at the tight end position. Like we said, it's ugly. Um, without Will Fuller, I can see the Texans running more two tight end sets. Aikens had two end zone targets uh, last week. They kind of bad throws. Kind of dropped them. He's seen 50% of the snaps with upside for more. I think there could be a lot more upside this week. And I could see him easily getting five to six targets. And at the tight end position, he's really cheap. I think you plug that into, into your lineup and you just kind of see what else that unlocks you. Yeah, so that that's that's all. And I think those are four, four really cheap guys that you can plug into your lineup and then you pay for all the studs in the rest of your spots. I, I like the Aikens pick a lot. I think without four... Watson has some chemistry there. I think I think Aikens, he was almost my star of the week, so I do like that pick. I think that about does it for our show. This has been the Fantasy Football Dudes. This is Trent. Samuel. And Jordan. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, next week, we're doing a little giveaway, so stay tuned. Uh, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and go ahead and follow us on Twitter at ThatFantasyDude, F-N-T-A-S-Y. So uh, go ahead, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you on Tuesday. Set your lineups. Happy Waiver Day. Happy Waiver Day.